Hello everybody, Laura here with a couple quick announcements before we get back into part two of our Disneyland Paris Half Marathon chat. First off, we now have official times for our wine and dine meetup. Actually, we're gonna have two times. Some of you have mentioned that you wouldn't be able to make the Sunday meetup in Epcot, so Kimberly Estabrook is graciously allowing us to crash her Friday meetup, which makes it super awesome for us too, since we wanna see her. So we will be at the boardwalk near Ample Hills Creamery on Friday, November 2nd from four o'clock to five o'clock. Um, I know the last time we had a meetup there, the sun was beating down us pretty bad. So we shifted closer to the wedding pavilion where there was a lot of shade. So if something comes up, just check our Twitter feed at joyful underscores miles for any announcements. Now for the big one, our joint meetup with Gerald Resnick, Heather Jerkinson, who is actually here right now. Say hi, Heather. Hi. <laughs> we, just, we just got done taping a show for a wine dine preview, and I was like, I got I to gotta do my announcement really quick. So anyway, and Kimberly Estabrook, it's going to be a super huge party. That will be on Sunday, November 4th in Epcot's Future World near Mouse Gears. Now, as for the time, Jackie, Kimberly, and myself, Laura, will be there from 7.30 to 9 o'clock, and Gerald and Heather will be there from 8 to 9.30. So, uh, Heather, we did figure out that means that we are all G, H, J, K, and L. We need an I. So, we need an I. To, need an I. to summarize, J, K, and L at 7.30, G, and H at 8 o'clock. That doesn't sound confusing at all, does it? Heather, no. No, not at all. <laughs> also, if you want some more Disneyland Paris chat after listening to our show, be sure to check out Paul Washington's Discover DLP podcast. He is a joyful modeler who joined us last year on the podcast here to discuss Run Disney Paris. And on his show, he not only talks about the races, but the parks as well, which is good in case you're thinking about doing next year's Paris Half Marathon. As for video recaps, be sure to head on over to Meredith Rice's channel called Rice Rice Runner, which Heather, I don't know about you, but in my oh, head, wow. I'm always singing Rice Rice Runner. I know. It's, I think that's one Every time. Uh, as of, and I'm sorry if you hear beeps, that's Jackie. Sorry. As of today, she has an expo and haul video up and we'll have more content later. So everyone and everything I've mentioned will be linked in the show notes and that's it. Enough of my chatter. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Jackie, and I am here again with Laura. Hello, everybody. And our dear friend, Jenilyn. Hi, everybody. And we are continuing to wrap up the Disneyland Paris weekend. Um, if you haven't caught our earlier episode, please take a look. Uh, we are going going to talk about her trip to Paris, the expo, the 5k and some other things. And we're going to continue on with part two of that today. So but right, beforehand, we just, we just knew it was going to be a two parter. We call yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. And, um, but before we get started, we do want to go over a quick little joyful smile that Laura has before we begin. This is where we just talk about something that made us smile this week. 
Okay, I have to share this with Jen Lynn uh, because she'll get it. She introduced Jackie and I to the world's greatest Capri sweatpants at Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And Jackie and I like fell in love. And I think Jackie, you got three pairs of black and three pairs of gray. And I got <laughs> two of the black and two of the gray. They are amazing. What are they, champions? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the Target champion ones, right? Oh my the God. C9, C9, I think it was called. Amazing, amazing sweatpants. Jenna Lynn, I have found the world's second greatest pair of sweatpants at Walmart. They're full length though, and they're made of cotton, and they have like the, the cuff at the bottom, but not like the old school, you know, weird. Elasticy. It's right, like right. And they are the most, I'm wearing them now, they are the most comfortable sweatpants I've ever put on my body. They just hug you, and they're lined a little bit, and they're fleecy and just warm, and oh my gosh, you have got to go out. $12, baby. $12. So That'll make had, me smile. <laughs> Jack and I have like this conversation, and I had to I sent her a picture. Like I am interrupting to tell you that I have got the world's greatest sweatpants on right now. So anything for twelve dollars at your local Walmart that's comfy, like that is good news to me. It's so much better than going to Lululemon for a hundred dollars, oh, right? Oh my god! <laughs> I went in for dog food, and they have like I got this sweatshirt that you know no one can see, um, but I. They had like another sweatshirt that I absolutely love and these leggings. Um, I got like a pair of uh, forest green, which I never got. I'm like just a plain old black gal. And they had a lot of cute activewear, I have to say. So I might have spent a little bit more than just the dog food. So anyway, I knew you would appreciate that. Oh, Anyone else on the hunt for nice cozy sweatpants? For well, I can tell the cold air has begun to set in. I actually turned the furnace on, which made me smile, but not my husband today. <laughs> you guys, oh, well. It was 39 degrees when I went out for a run this morning here in Minnesota. I know. And no one could complain after all the complaining we did about <laughs> yeah. how hot it was over the summer. I will say, Bob, like, I cracked my husband up because I'm showing him the sweatpants. I'm like, they're a little dressy too. And Bob's like, okay, so are sweatpants now considered dress wear for you? <laughs> yes. Hey, we can make it look good. Mm -hmm. All right. So rolling into the 10K. The 10K. So the 10K, again, was Saturday morning. Um, I want to say the race start was at 7 a.m. We set our alarm for 4.30 in the morning. Uh, I think we kind of rolled out maybe about 4.45. I need a little more time to get ready than the gals that were in my room with me. We left the room at 5.20. We arrived to the arena at 5.30, um, and the corrals were not open. So we were standing in those shoot areas again. Uh, we met up with some joyful Myler friends, which was really good. It's still dark. Um, and it rained on and off the entire weekend and it was a bit cooler, kind of like a fall cool. So I would recommend if you're going next year, pack your rain ponchos, uh, and be prepared for that. And I would also say that in terms of temperature, be prepared for multiple layers of clothing. So make sure you have it under core shirt um, for your race outfit or maybe some leggings um, and for sure like I said those race ponchos and a set, a set, an extra pair of shoes uh, because we did experience a fair amount of um, light rain or even there was stronger rain but at least it wasn't during race time. Okay. 
I do remember seeing that picture of you all in your ponchos. Your ponchos were like color coordinated. <laughs> I, I, I know I picked up a bunch of different colors because, you know, you got to be pretty. Exactly. <laughs> do you think looking back, like, would you still go as early next year or would you let yourself sleep in a little more? I would personally still go at the time that we did. You're I, our people. You're our people, gentlemen. <laughs> I know. I I just feel better being there. And because what if things change? They let people yes. in earlier next year. Yes. And the other thing that was super cool, and this is a good time to to uh, mention it, is you know we got there to the front of our corral by getting there early every day, and we were with the same people. Like there were other people there getting there early, just like us. And um, one family in particular, we hung out with like every single morning. And by the last day, the half marathon day, I said, you know, we, we you guys are awesome. It was a family. And I said, we should take a picture. And I tried to um, send it to her and it wasn't working. I said, well, let's just post it on Facebook and we, let's be friends. And here we found out we had a common friend in common and we both knew the same person in the States and, but we made new friends. And, um, so that's a shout out to Kay Ray is her name, her husband and her two lovely daughters that Aww. we spent some wonderful time with. And they're going to be some future jo joyful milers now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it, it sounds was, like the charm of Disneyland races because, yeah, Laura, yeah, we exactly. found that. Like, we were always in the very first group and the same people, and you kind of yeah. get to know people. You're like, hi, good morning again. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was. Okay, so what about characters before the race or any type of backdrop? I know Disneyland, California, they didn't have that. Was it the same there? Yeah, it's the same as Disneyland um, in that there's no characters to take pictures um, like there is at World, there was no signage or backdrop to take a picture with. Um, nothing in particular. And before the race started, they say they showed those same movie trailers. Um, and then the show started, like I said, maybe about twenty minutes before the race start. Corral Did you like the announcers? Like, I were was they? I going to ask that, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were fantastic. Like this was a side. The theming was the sidekicks for the evil sidekicks for the 10k um it was so they were so animated it was so well done i it was i think hercules and um oh gosh what's that lovely lady on her in the movie hercules megara um, yes that was her she was up there um they had a wonderful pre-show and like i said it was english and in french but nothing special to get your picture taken with gotcha now, what about on the course? Who did you see on the course for characters? So I took some pictures of cast members. And this is a good time to say that I almost feel like it's better than Disneyland and for sure than Disney World. There were so many cast members on the course cheering. Oh, wow. You always heard, Ale, Ale, Ale. It was just, and they were in their, um, their outfits. So there were Tower of Terror guys and, and women. They were just fantastic. I love, love, love seeing the cast members being so excited and giving you high fives. Um, there was, let's see, we took a lot of non-character pictures on this. I always think the 10K is the best for that. Um, and the sun was just coming up, but 
we took this gorgeous picture in front of the Disneyland Hotel, which is the right at the entrance of Magic Kingdom. And they had all the fountains going and the fountains were lit up in like a pink and purple color. Oh, nice. And Nikki and I were wearing our figment outfits. So yes. it was really a beautiful picture. And I, I love the non-character pictures sometimes better than the character pictures. Um, so we did take that one. Uh, we went by the Magic Kingdom rather quickly. They did have photo pass people in this kind of like that center hub area like they do at Disneyland, um, taking shots with you in front of the castle. Uh, we did go through Tomorrowland. Again, had fantastic cast members. They have one of the um, Autotopia cars to take pictures with. In the backstage area, they had these large stone gargoyles again, which was kind of along with the theming. So those were kind of fun to take a picture of. We saw, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to see, I, I believe that there was the Mad Hatter um, in Magic Kingdom, but we did not stop there for that one. I'm thinking, trying to see what other character stops they had. There was the eels from The Little Mermaid. That oh, was- wow. Yep, Adventureland. And it was about that time where we caught up with uh, Meredith and Jen and I think Gerald, although he didn't stop for the picture, but we did take some Adventureland pictures and a picture with the eel. They had a picture uh, stop, a character stop with Louie, um, the big gorilla. Oh, okay, from Jungle Book. From Jungle Book. And he's not like a sidekick, so I don't really know. Um, and he evidently changed out with Mr. Smee. That was the other thing. Um, at the character stops, they would switch out every, I don't know how many minutes, but they would not, they'd be different characters. So you could finish the race and then look on Facebook and be like, where was that character at? Right. So you saw them. Um, some people, you know, we would ask who they would switch out and you would see people waiting for the next character to come. We. Ah. Yeah, so you'd have kind of people hanging out if it was, if their theming matched their outfit. Um, Were the lines a little shorter for the 10K or the same? I think it depended on who the character was. Uh, I think they were not quite as bad as the 10K. Um, some weren't too bad at all. Uh, Louis wasn't, wasn't long. The eels did not take us long. Um, there, we stopped at a guy, who's the guy from Robin Hood that stole the, is it the sheriff that stole the money? Oh, I know what he is, but I don't know what his name is. Sheriff Yeah, could be that guy. Was it the chunky character? Yeah, he had a belly. Yeah. yeah. Probably sheriff. He, he had a bag of money. Yeah. <laughs> we were posted on the website. Um, we stopped for that character. Love you. Again, uh, we did the eels, like I said. We'd, we'd stop for those gargoyle pictures. There were multiple ones on the course, different types. We were in the backstage area, and we found this little statue of Wally. Um, and oh. so we stopped and had a picture with him. It wasn't an official character stop, but it was still kind of a really cool um, place to get a picture with. And then we go, again, back to that back lot area. And there are so many different types of things to take pictures with that was that were really fun. And then uh, we, okay, again, you guys are, it's terrible. I didn't write this down beforehand. The next character stop was the evil villain in Meet the Robinsons. 
that meet the bad guy. Oh. Oh. He's got like black hair. Yep. And the point that's the one that my that's kids the one wanted that was, to get up that was like kicking his legs out really at the parade. And I told you I'm like, oh the boys wanted me to meet this guy and also he was at the um the Halloween parade that we went wake, to. Go wake your kid up and ask. I know. Yes. <laughs> because I, I'm sure I wrote it down here somewhere. He almost looks like the guy from um Lazy Town. I don't know if your kids ever watched Lazy Town. Yes. Yes, I totally know who you're talking about. <laughs> so sad. I know these weird shows. Yeah. Um, but he he was there. Oh. Was That's like one my kids would be like, oh my gosh, they want to meet him for some reason. I don't, they, and it's weird. It's just been like a local recent thing they've been uh, talking about. I think they watched the movie. Is it the well, roller I, I like they're random. I like that they're random sometimes. Like sometimes when they're themed, you kind of like, it's Is not. It Right, like Michael Goob, yeah, Goobian, the bowler hack. <laughs> I, totally, I totally, I uh, totally Wikipedia. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I would never know that. I'm embarrassed that I didn't look it up beforehand, but um, again, these were really unique um, sidekick. They're supposed to be sidekicks and or evil villains. And that's I will say one. that. I'm not like a big fan of the villains myself, so I'm not quite as familiar with all of them. Uh, but I, I love getting a character picture of somebody I've never had a picture yes. with. Yeah, exactly. So the novelty was enough for me. I didn't care. I think that's what honestly excites me the most about Disneyland Paris is like the rare, because we've just become like so fond of character stops and getting new ones. And um, mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, oh, I love it. Yes. Yes. You know, we kind of made a pact, like those of us that were there together, that if, if it was a character that we can often get in the States, that we would maybe not wait in line for it because we've done other Disney races and we wanted to kind of spend our time and getting things that were unique to that park and, and to France and to this race. So I, I, didn't um, feel bad that we didn't get all of the characters because again for me I love taking the non-character pictures that help me remember the race and that make it special to me and it it's uh I, there's no disappointment for it, it I love the ones that we got I'm not disappointed that for the ones that we didn't so. that's awesome I have to say I love the finished photo of the 10k because you had Gosh, that was one with Merida and Juanita, right? Am I thinking of the right one or was that the 5K? That was a 5K. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's very late, y'all. <laughs> My mind is going into luck. But anyway, I did love that, that finish photo. I did. I haven't posted as many as I would like to. I will still do that. But um, I did post that finish line picture because uh, we all stayed together for the 5K um, finish. And, and normally, if you try to do that, if you try to do a line, it'll only get like three people in the photo. It's very hard to get like the photo with everybody. That was really good. Okay, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's fast forward to the 10K. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the 10K, the finish, it was Jen, Nikki, Meredith, and myself that finished out that race together. It was daylight time the location was um, the same um, it had a, a stage area much like the night before and it was her you know Hades up there again from the Hercules movie right um, that was up there talking and um, doing his deal the metal was pain and panic it, it was a gold color 
Um, the ribbon was kind of purple and teal. Uh, I think it's not my favorite uh, race medal of yeah. the weekend or even in general. But you know, if if the evil thing is your deal, then it's it was fantastic. So you know, I I don't want to say anything negative, but just not um, your favorite. Yeah, I, I actually okay. just thought of something. Well, how were the costumes in Paris? Like, did, how was the costume? Yeah. Being? Did, did people go all out? Did it seem like it was less? I have always found I, that Disneyland seemed to be a little less than Disney World. But um, You know, there know. were some really good costumes. I don't think that there was as many as the States. There were some very good ones, though. Uh, there were a lot of people who wore the race shirts. Um, oh, okay. So for the 10K, there was like a sea of teal colored shirts. That was the color <laughs> of the 10K shirt. For the half marathon, there were a ton of red shirts out on the course, for, and that was the race shirt. Um, but there were a lot of costumes, um, and some, like I said, were very interesting and good. Uh, yeah. I tried to think about that, too. Like, is it more? Is it less? Uh, yeah. But they definitely had a, yeah. a good mixture. That's great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So awesome. after after race, you get your box, you get your food, get some photos, and then do you go to a park? Because I mean, you have a half marathon the next day. So did you guys nap? I mean, are you getting tired? Is the jet lag That's setting okay. in? Yes, exactly, Jackie. You're like so weird <laughs> how we read each other's mind. I'm I'm just curious. How about jet lag? How are you doing? Physically, so I really, really struggled the night before the 10K, I think, um, not because we had to, to sleep so quickly, but because my body was um, dealing with the jet lag and adjusting to the time difference. And I felt like, you know, those nights, I know you've had them, you guys, where you just feel like you're laying there awake all night thinking, I've got to sleep because I got to get up soon. I know. I've had them. Yes. And that was my night um, before the 10K. And so when we came back from the 10K, I lay, we all lay down for about a two-hour nap, uh, which I think was really important because I wasn't going to be able to get through the next couple of days. And that, and, and that helped a lot, uh, those two hours. I usually don't want to, like, I feel like it's wasting your park time, and, but I felt just for it's my hard. health. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. We it just was. experienced that on our trip. You know, we only had two days, but mm -hmm. you get burned out and it's really, oh my gosh, I'm like so grateful we did that. I'm sure you are too. Take the two hours because it makes the hours you do have so much more enjoyable when you're rested and because you do, you shut down and you know, you need your rest, you need to recharge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. We took a nap and we cleaned up. We walked um, over to the Magic Kingdom again and it was, it started to rain. Like I said, there was kind of rain on and off throughout the weekend, uh, but it wasn't too bad. And we took pictures before it started raining. It was really nice. I like wearing my race shirt and taking pictures with the medals. But again, we, I had brought my digital SLR camera and we used that because we couldn't depend on the photo pass. Um, we, we got a snack and then that led us into the Res Runs Joyful Miles meetup. Yay! And let me, and so it was raining and Gerald and I started texting. He had a lunch reservation and we had a little mini uh, panic attack because uh -huh. the location for the meetup was outside um, near the arena, events arena. 
and we didn't want people to have to stand in the rain or not show up. So we did a very last minute change in location, which was really just up the hill from the original site um, near the arena race expo area that had a covered awning. Okay. Uh, and I just want to apologize to anybody who could not find us. We've tried to post it on our Facebook page and and on Gerald's um, site to try to relocate. And most, I mean, everybody said that they saw it and that they 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 found us. And uh, we had a lot of people show up. It was oh wonderful gosh. meeting all the people that so came. Cool. They, it was just fantastic to meet people from all over the place and. We all had, you know, a love for Disney and for running and these races. And it was great to find out what kind of races everybody had done in the past, if they'd been to the States and who they knew, if we had common interests and, and, and friendships with other people that were in, in the running community. So I really want to just do a shout out to everybody who attended and I'm excited to see them all again. Was there a lot of people from Europe at the meetup or was it mostly Americans or a mix? mix. Wow, it was nice. Nice. Yep. That's so cool. That is yeah. so neat. Think um, about it. You're making friends from all over the world. I, it's my favorite. That's amazing. It was fantastic. It was fun. Paul Washington, I'll give him a shout out, who does a uh, number of uh, is it Disney After Dark and um, Discover DLP, which is a, a newer podcast he just started. And it's really, I really want to give um, him some credit to those. He's only done, I believe they call them chapters, three or four chapters so far, but I love listening to those prior to leaving. He's done the Disneyland races in Paris twice. This was his third um, experience with the races. And I know he did a podcast with you guys last year. Those are really helpful listening to prior to going. They really over. are. Yes. Yeah, and he does a really nice job with his friend Nick on his on the new um, Discover DLP. So uh, it was fun meeting up with Paul and getting to know him in person. We had texted several times, and he answered a lot of my questions prior to to going over there. So that was fun to see him. That's awesome! awesome. Mm -hmm. So awesome! Yeah. yeah when um, we talked to Paul the first time. That's what sparked our, you know. Like, maybe we could do that to do Paris. Yeah. Couldn't mm -hmm. work out this year, but next year. Oh yeah. He'll, he'll be there. I think he said he'll be there again. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think he'll be at Dope Beat. No, maybe next year. He's hoping he doesn't okay. have, have no, it for sure. Yet. Okay. Yeah. He's not sure yet. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. After that, we, we um, had some dinner reservations at Chez Rani, which is a popular uh, restaurant that's close to Ratatouille um, that's in the studios, uh, which was really, really neat experience. So if anyone wants to get dining reservations, I would recommend that place. Um, it's a great experience if you want to make at least one. Um, and then we just did some shopping and head back to our hotel so that we could get to bed at a fairly decent time that night for the next day. So what time do you think you got to bed about? I want to say we were in bed as like maybe 10, 30, 11. Okay. And you set your alarm for what, four again? 4.30. Four, I think we rolled out at 4.45. Um, we left the room a little bit later the next morning, about 5.30, 5.45, I would say. Again, because <laughs> we didn't, we knew we had nothing to worry about based on yeah. the two days before. Okay. And same thing held true. Uh, again, it was a little it was cool and it was like misting kind of a, a light rain again so it was good to have those ponchos 
I see, I made a note that we had, we took a picture before going to, into the crowd at 6 a.m. Um, and the crowds were very, very empty again. Okay. Uh, like, and that's one hour before a race started. Wow. wow. That's so crazy. <laughs> did you find once it did start filling up, did the crowd seem much bigger for the half than it did for the other two? So they made an announcement. Now, I, I think this is pretty accurate. I believe they said there was 9,000 runners for the half marathon on Sunday. Okay which is so small compared to a Walt Disney World race. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it had that small race feel. Uh, it's more similar to like a wine and dine. Um, okay. or maybe was, there, was there any congestion on the courses for any of the races? But I guess we'll, we'll get, we're well into the half. But did you have, you know how like we have Coney Alley and Disney World or in the park sometimes going through the castle, it can be gridlock. Was it, did it feel like that at any point? I didn't. They, I believe they started the mini waves um, in Disneyland Paris. I'm not sure if that's correct, but they did the mini waves, which left a very nice gap of people, um, you know, in between the groups of people. I never felt congested or uncomfortable. Like I said, it was a little bit scary in, in the dark paths of the 5K. It was so dark, um, but no, it wasn't congested at all. So going into the half, um, obviously you're in the parks for part of it. I've heard you go into the French countryside of it. Did you enjoy that? Was it cool? Was it boring? Like what, what were your thoughts about that, that portion of the course? So that was, I loved it. I just, I will just say that, you know, you have the charm like a Disneyland Anaheim race uh, with so much park time, but you head out of the park area and you you kind of go into corn is cornfields is cornfields and they had so many drum lines and small bands um kids cheerleaders all kinds of cheerleaders they had uh djs so much on course entertainment and multiple water stops and food stations um and the first stretch was like i said it was it was uh, pavement and cornfields but then you kind of take a turn into like a little village area so you see residential uh, buildings and homes and you kind of weave through the streets and you're passing other runners so it's kind of two-way traffic which I love because then you can see other people's costumes and there's lots to look at and um, and then as you move on you kind of off-road it a little bit. So there's like a gravel path and a uh, grassy area, hmm. um, which is really unusual for a Disney race. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Did um, like at, at any point feel unsafe with your footing or was it fine? Uh, we did slow down. Um, Nikki was my uh, roommate for the trip had run the Berlin Marathon the weekend before. So I should, she deserves a huge shout out. Oh, wow. wow. Yes. That's awesome. Super cool. So she, um, she was having a little bit of knee discomfort and was a little nervous on a bit of, on that softer ground. It was right. kind of some looser sand. So we actually did slow down and walk a little bit of that area, which was totally fine with me. And we had no concerns about. Right balloon ladies or being swept or anything like that. We had plenty of time and it was just 
lovely to enjoy the countryside. It was just beautiful out there. I I would say it's maybe one of my favorite race courses. Oh wow! Uh, it it is. I thought it was absolutely lovely, but that's just a personal. Now you say you went by um, residential houses. Did they have people cheering out there, just like homeowners? Yep. Yeah, there were people um, at the entire race route. I, wow. I even out in the country, I, I saw people cheering and around the little cheerleader groups were just darling and they were they had so much energy and I I just had a wonderful vibe. It was I was like smiling the entire Aww. half marathon because it was just so enjoyable. Aw. So yeah. awesome. Did mm-hmm. anyone pass out snacks or drinks? Okay. So they have real food. Um, instead of, you know, we get our beans or goo at, in the States, they had uh, granola bars. And they were tasty. Wow. And they had wow. different flavors. And it wasn't just once. I think they were three different stops, maybe. What? Yes. Wow. That That's was awesome. really a nice treat. Oh, um, wow. Can you imagine if you had, like, a full of the food you would get? Did they have, like, Powerade and water? They did. Power um, aid and water. Yep. What flavor? It was different. different. Yeah, they had different flavors. I think there was a blue and a clear, whichever those okay. are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And I'm just trying to think, was it hilly at all? Maybe a little bit of rolling hills, but nothing that bothered me. I mean, I live in a really hilly. I know. Resident. Everyone's definition of hills. Yeah, yeah, I would probably be dying. Or different. Some people in like Orlando, they're like, oh, the hills. I'm like, honey, that's an overpass. That's not a <laughs> to me, it's like Everest. <laughs> it's so flat where I live. Yeah. So, yes, it's relative, but no, I didn't think it was a problem at all. Did you, do you have a list of characters that were there? Like, did you keep track or were you more focusing on the, the other parts of the course? No, I made a list for you on this. We, we did this as a group. So we saw Gaston. Nice. One of his stops was Crank and Isma, And then he switched out with Hades and Pain and Panic, which we did not see. Um, we saw these guys. We're not sure exactly what they came from, but they have these long beaks. And they were parked out in front of the parade dragon that we have. Same... Uh, the Maleficent the or whatever. Dragon, yeah, from the parade that we have in the States. They have one there. They had a stop with Lady Tremaine, and she switched out with the Snow White Queen. So we stopped there and had a picture with Lady Tremaine. Okay. They had um, Celia from Princess and the Frog. What is, how do you say that, his last, his name? The bad guy. Okay, that looks like Prince. Mm-hmm. Okay. He reminds me of Prince. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Purple Rain Prince. He's handsome. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. And then they had those eels out again. They also had Maleficent, but she was up on a stage, a stage that they have near the castle, kind of like what they did for Princess 5K with Rapunzel and Flynn. Right. Right. They had to just stand in front of the stage. They did that with Maleficent. And then they had another one with uh, the king and the sheriff from Nottingham. Okay. Uh, and then they had uh, in Tomorrowland towards the end, Kylo Ren, who was switching out with Darth Vader. Oh, wow. So random. So random. Yeah. Isn't that weird? They'll have like, mm-hmm. now was this, this was a villain theme as well? Yes. Oh. And okay. they, were, were any yeah. of the characters selfie stations? Like they'll have 
sometimes like where they don't have photo pass or like a photographer or you have, was like the queen selfie. like that was the wicked queen like a selfie station you said when she was on the stage or maleficent i mean i don't remember that one because we just we didn't we because it was just a stage behind you we decided not to get in the line all right um, we did maybe like a selfie i don't recall if there was a photo pass at that one but there was at the other stops there were photo pass okay gotcha mm -hmm. They had really awesome cast members at the Kylo Ren Darth Vader stop um, who were wearing Star Wars masks and okay. they had uh, lightsabers. So oh. they had their own queue line oh, wow. uh, and to get pictures with the cast. Like I said, these cast members were outstanding. That's um, awesome. So they, we, is because we've had pictures with Kylo and Darth, right? We, we've been to Star Wars and stuff. Yeah. So, so we, we wanted pictures with the cast members who looked totally awesome. Another really fun picture they had at both the 10K and the, um, the half was in the backstage area. They had firemen, French firemen, a big group of them. And they too had a queue line. And wow. But you could get your picture with these really energetic fireman group and we did that on the 10k with meredith and jen um i think Juanita was there as well ah yeah nice. so that was really fun so um metal what did you think of the metal the metal is amazing um okay. it is it is the same metal i believe they've had the last couple of years um, it's kind of got a blue circle with the castle in the middle and Sorcerer Mickey is running. That is it, my favorite from the, the Oh my gosh. It's that so bright and beautiful. I love it. It's fantastic. So, that's kind of exciting for me if it's the same they've had because I wonder if they'll continue it. Maybe not as exciting for people who've done it multiple times, but right. I kind of hope it's <laughs> yeah, the ribbons, you know, says 2018 on it. It's red. Uh, I mean, this one and then the, the one we'll talk about at the end is, uh, was by far the ones I was looking forward to receiving the most. Now, the one thing that's really unique about the race in France is that they have two challenge medals um, for doing the 10K and the half marathon. There is a 31K medal that had Maleficent on it. Okay. Wow. And then for doing the 5K, 10K, and the half, there is a Maleficent Dragon medal for the 36K. And that one's really unique. And I really that like it. very it's unique. The gears move, much like kind of a spinner medal. You can see that there are gears that move around. Well, Does the eyes glow in the dark, too? Yes. Looks, oh, wow. I like them doing that for when you run all three. Mm -hmm. I like I it too. Like they can bring that to the states anytime they want. Uh -huh. People will not complain. Nope. Yep. So, so if you were doing your castle to chateau, you came home with six medals from this race. And wow, just mm -hmm. like dopey. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, was it hard to? So, you had a bracelet. Is that how they knew you did the castle to chateau? Mm -hmm. So when you finish the half marathon, um, the theming for this race was Cruella DeVille. And um, she opened the race show. But when you finished at the finish line, they had Sorcerer Mickey up on that stage. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was kind of fun because you could take a picture with Sorcerer Mickey behind you uh, with your medals. You just received the half marathon medal. 
then you got out of the race chute. We met up with all of our friends. We waited for everybody to come in. Uh, we, you could get a, a blanket, a Mylar blanket, but they, you had to kind of go off to the side and I actually missed them. It would have been nice because it was getting cool outside and you're kind of wet from sweating. Um, they did have all the same race boxes. Powerade, bananas, water. As you moved around the corner, you you could do those race pictures with Photo Pass again, um, and then you had to know to go back to the arena. It's not at the finish location to get all of your medals, much like you do in the states. Okay. So we all, as a group, that's why we waited for one another, walked together back to the arena, and you go into the building. And you, um, when you picked up your stuff, you got a green wristband that said Castle to Chateau on it. Um, and then there were queues inside the expo or arena area that you would go through and they would give you all the rest of your medals. Okay. And then wow. at that time, they had another backdrop there for photographs. And they had all the, you know, the like bubble sayings that you can take pictures with. They have those um, at the finish lines in the States, but they had those kind of things. Um, to, and we did another photograph. Although I will say, I don't think it showed up on my photo pass yet. Yeah, that's one thing I want you to tell, to tell you. Photo pass doesn't show up immediately. Like when we're at home, we see them like hours after the race is finished. We can right. kind of start seeing our pictures. These, they don't start appearing until the Monday after the weekend, mm -hmm. and then they take up to a week to oh, into your account. Wow, okay. Wow. So it's a much slower process, and again, you will not see as many pictures as you do in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So this is Sunday. It's, what, around noon by the time you finish? Yes. That right? Yeah. And did you have park plans that day? Yeah, we went back, we showered and wanted to hit the parks right away. But of course, it started to downpour rain. Oh. Um, and it, it was a bummer because we had our ponchos on, but we were doing that walk from the hotel to the parks, which I guess is 15, 20 minutes, and it just came down in sheets. And we quick, oh. yeah, we quick got under like the security umbrella to wait for it to let up. But I still wanted to get into the parks even with it raining i wanted to spend as much time in there as we possibly could poncho up and that's right out. right and we actually just went from shop to shop looking for merchandise um, in the shops that were unique to paris and you know getting some of those last minute things to bring home what did you get I, you know, I have little girls and um, wanted, I needed to bring some things home. So I found a really adorable uh, plush mini mouse that said Je t'aime Paris. And it said Disneyland Paris on a little heart that looked like was, she was holding a balloon. So that was very unique to that park. Um, we, um, I have to tell you about an experience we had on the Small World ride. Now that's one of my favorites in the States and it, it's also fantastic in Paris. And so Nikki and I went over there and we were trying to meet up with Meredith and Jen. So we were kind of texting, like, come over here and meet us here and we'll do this ride together. Well, there, the park was empty and we just went on and off like the small world ride. And we met a cast member there named Miriam and she was from France and she worked there on the weekends. And I hope that she hears this podcast, but she 
was so darling and she gave Nikki and I our own boat. For, oh my goodness. For, yeah. And it was so, so that's like such a treat. So then Jen and Meredith joined us and I, and, oh, our friend Tiffany as well. And, and we were going to go on again and she's, you know, she looked at us like she was going to get us another boat. Well, it, we were kind of running out of time. We had to get to, to our dinner reservation. So we stopped and said, well, we need to go so we can't ride again. And she goes, well, come here, come here. I want to get you something. So she wrote us a fast pass for any ride we wanted in the park. Oh, in nice. addition, you know those little Pinocchio tickets that you get um, in Disney World? Uh, you can get like a free ice cream or something. She wrote tickets out for us and we could get um, a free like ice cream or treat. But one of the things was a keychain. Oh, wow. So she wrote us tickets so we could get a free gift in oh. the park. That is awesome. Entire group. Um, and she, we got pictures with her and hugs. And she said, come back and see me if you can. And she was just absolutely magical. I just, that is amazing. And you find cast members that make your trip so entirely special. Aww. And so that was really a neat treat for us because after we, you know, when we were getting ready to leave, we all picked out a keychain that said Disneyland Paris as kind of a keepsake and a memory of her and our trip. And we all kind of got the same one. So it was Aww. a nice touch. That's lovely. Yeah. Very lovely. Yeah. Um, after we uh, ate, we were able, again, to take some pictures with our medals. Uh, we spent a lot of time trying to do that. But, again, we had to do it with our own cameras. So you're not getting the same quality as you would get with a photo pass, uh, which so is kind of disappointing. But Do you recommend bringing a, a legit digital camera instead of relying on your cell phone? I'm glad we had both. I think what was hard with the weather, it was very overcast and cloudy. It was right. raining before we went to a five o'clock dinner reservation. So as soon as we got out of our meal, we went right to the castle. And it, of course, it's becoming, it's dust. It's getting darker. So, you know, the flash always working for you or you know sometimes a cell phone will take a better picture so we were snapping with both to try to get good and I, I think we got a good collection from different views of the castle but I think if that's something that's important to you you need to keep that in mind right it's good to know mm -hmm. all right so you watch the fireworks right you wanted to end the, the night on the watching the fireworks is that correct we sure did. We tried to get a couple more attractions, the carousel, something, you know, just some real classics. And we met up then with uh, Gerald and Meredith and we ran into some other friends from the meetup and we watched the fireworks. Now, the, the, the park was very quiet. I think because the race weekend was over, I think a lot of locals, you know, visit this park and they go to work the next day and because it had been raining that afternoon. So we were able to walk out on the main street just minutes before the fireworks show started and see a completely beautiful view of the show. No problems with viewing. Um, and it was a great way to kind of end the night. We took some pictures after the show. There's a beautiful gazebo at the end of Main Street. I posted that on the Facebook page. And uh, it was a great way to kind of say goodbye to our friends. Um, we did kind of walk through, after we left the park, through the Disney Village again together. We bought a treat for the evening um, and said our goodbyes because a lot of us were taking off then the next day. Oh, awesome. oh it sounds so perfect. 
So we want to hear, uh, you know, we dangled that carrot at the beginning about your uh, return, return flight possibly having some issues, right? Uh, do you want to go on to that now, this story? I want to hear the story. You know, I, I, I like to be prepared. I like to leave early. And so Monday morning, um, I thought I was leaving at a really early time, was going to take a nice, joy, you know, joyful walk through the Disney Village out to the train station. But when I arrived to the train station, the doors were shut and nobody were, was going in. I kind of walked around a little while. I finally started asking, and then the caution tape came out, and sure enough, it went on lockdown. Oh, <laughs> and like, what is my luck here? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! For a suspicious package. So in that moment, I I quickly had to make a decision. Like, how am I going to get to the airport? I didn't have anything else planned but to take that speed train that was nine minutes long. And I thought, do I get an Uber? Do I go back to the hotel and try and get the bus? You know, I just didn't know. And again, this is where you, you just talk to the people around you and see what they're doing. And there was this beautiful couple from Hungary who also needed to get to Charles de Gaulle and were having the same kind of panic I was. And they said, well, let's take the slow train. And they had an app on their phone. And I said, do you guys mind if I just follow along with you? They said, no, that'd be great. Go ahead. So we bought the ticket and started on our way on the RER train, the slow train, and I believe it took us 90 plus minutes to get to Charles de Gaulle when instead I was instead of instead of nine. nine. Oh, oh my gosh! My gosh! That is insane. And this is the part where it's really, I felt very difficult to have your luggage on a very busy train and switching trains in the city. Um, it's it was very it was stressful like at one point when we switched trains I I didn't know how I was going to even get in the door because there was so many people with all my luggage I will tell you there was this man who grabbed my waist and picked up one of my luggage pieces and scooped me into the train and kind of pushed me through people and um the door shut behind me and I looked at him and I just said Merci, merci. Like I, I couldn't believe. And he, he kind of blushed and he goes, it's okay. It's okay. And he said, I don't speak English. And I just said, thank you so much. Because if, if you had left me there, I would have left my hungry friends that were taking me all the way to the airport. And I mean, so there were just very gracious moments um, from people who helped me through this and they could have just stole my, my bag and ran, but they didn't. So <laughs> Um, but I will tell you that I, when I, it was very difficult for me. Um, I was panicking to get through all the checkpoints to get checked in at, at Air France to get through customs and security and take a train in, in the airport. And I was running to my gate that was completely empty. Um, and nobody was standing there but a couple of gate agents and I had sweat dripping from my face and I just said, did I make it? And she's like, it's okay. We held the plane, you know, it's oh. okay. you can get on. And I was like the last person who walked on the plane. I didn't go to the bathroom. I hadn't eaten any food and I just wanted to get home. Oh, um, like, just get me home. Just get me home. But again, I never would have anticipated that this would have happened. And 
And this is something I'd like to probably do more research on. Um, right. How others experience the, the train, if this happens more often than not, if, if the bus is a better option. You know, I don't know what locals would say, but I do think I would probably look into that um, yeah. for the future because that was really uh, difficult to oh my goodness. tolerate. <laughs> Like, I mean, the nine-minute train sounds very magical. However, you need a backup, I guess. I yeah. mean, who would know? Nine minutes versus 90? Yeah. I would have cried. I would have cried. So when you come back on to share your travel tips and everything, you're going to have a plan for, <laughs> to share with us. So I will. Wow. Wow. I will. Those are the stressors of the trip. I don't want other people to encounter or just to have an awareness of, to plan ahead, to allow yourself enough time. Yeah. Because, um, you know, from the minute I stepped foot on Disney property and then when I was leaving, um, while I was there, I had no problems. It was a wonderful, magical experience. You're in the bubble. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was the bubble. But my transport before and after was very stressful for me. Absolutely. Yeah. That's something that I'm worried about because I don't do well in strange situations and then put me in another country. So I already told Jack, he's like, I don't care what I have to do. I'm, I'm flying out with you. Yeah. <laughs> I will hold your hand, you know, yeah, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. So we will find a way. Yeah, that's okay. And I, I'm glad now that I have had this experience and um, I, I know that I'll be more comfortable doing it a second time. And I do think I might make some different choices uh, just for my own anxieties. I mean, right. Like, I didn't think I would be that anxious, but it did make me very nervous and anxious just because I, I like to be there early. I like to be prepared. I like to be ready at the gate. Uh, I don't want there to be any risk that I won't make the flight. Wow. Well, it sounds like an amazing trip. It and does. You have me so excited for next year. I mean, hearing everything. We you know, you don't costume know. planning, like immediately yeah we need to get on a game and we do need to learn a couple french words because i was a <laughs> spanish student <laughs> so was I, but I was a horrible spanish student no. <laughs> Me too. um but it just sounds so magical and it sounds so exciting and i get there's differences and i don't know i i, I just appreciate you sharing that it is still met just because something's different doesn't necessarily mean it's bad um you know, this is a foreign country, but it still sounds like Disney. And I think that's... And just super. because you had some serious nightmare situations with your travel, you still made the best of it. You shook it off. Oh, and my gosh. That's all you can do, you know? So... You know, you can't go in with a negative attitude. I mean, it's good to be prepared, but there are differences. And there are a lot of things that are just not as done as well as they are in the United States. But you have to love it for what it is. and. Yeah. I think it will grow. I think it will change and get better with every year that they put it on. But there was still so much of it that I loved. Um, and it's still Disney. Mm -hmm. The park is gorgeous. Uh, I loved the attractions. The people that are there are like us. They love Disney. And, it, and the magic is there. And you have to love it for that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. so. All right. So a couple quick questions. What was your favorite attraction? So I felt like the, on the attractions that we were able to get on, we tried to get through them. I felt like when they built this park, they took the best of Anaheim and the best of Disney World and brought them to Paris. 
I thought they did such a wonderful job. I thought Thunder Mountain was better. I thought Pirates was better. Hyperspace Mountain is fantastic. Um, Peter Pan had the fiber optics that Anaheim does. Small World was just touching and darling. Um, there's one, you, I told you about the Western theme. They even have like a Western theme representing America in It's a Small World, which is <laughs> so um, But the castle is so beautiful. It's so quaint and has unique aspects to it. I mean, so many times I would walk into something and like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And I, I just always found myself discovering new things. Uh, beautiful fantasy land. They have things there that we don't have. But the, I thought the park was fantastic. And I honestly did not have enough time to see as much of it as I would have liked. I needed more time to see and enjoy the park and get on all the attractions. Nice. So it wasn't enough. <laughs> well, good thing we have next year. Yep. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. All right. So you girls want to wrap this up? I think that this has been fantastic. And oh my I gosh. love so informative. So much for coming on and sharing. Thank you, gentlemen. I know you have a lot going on. You are a very busy mom. Very busy guy. You have a lot on your plate lately. So we appreciate you taking your Saturday night because that's when we're recording this. I hope that I shared everything, you know, that's useful to the listeners. Uh, like, like I mentioned, uh, the podcast you did with Paul last year was super helpful for me prior to going on this trip. And I want this podcast to do the same for others when they go uh, next year. I mean, they can, we can always talk about and answer questions on the Facebook page on the running club. But like, I think it's good to do a little research before you go. Oh, so yeah. to help your anxieties, to have a little bit of an idea, don't, don't set your expectations too high or, um, so, so I, I think that's helpful. And I hope that I did that for others uh, going next year, but still left enough mystery uh, for you to, you know, really go explore it, enjoy it, enjoy it yourself. Uh, we cannot thank you enough because you are like, um, you represented Joyful Miles in a foreign country and you could not have done it better. And I wouldn't have wanted anyone else to, to do it if we couldn't be there. So thank you, gentlemen. We love you. Yes. I hope you know that. That's all I know, but I will learn. <laughs> all right. So um, thank you everyone on behalf of myself, Laura and gentlemen. Thank you for listening and have a joyful day. And Jenna Lynn, I think you should sing the little jingle. I think you should. Oh, I can oh. say, oh, wow, mon ami. Go for and, it. There you go. <laughs> and I cannot sing. Sorry. All right. I'll t well, I All can't right. sing either, but <laughs> joyful miles. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bonjour, 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 bonjour. Was the baker with his cherry like home? All right, I'll stop. Cause I will do the whole song. I know. We will get, we're punchy, tired, man. It would not be pretty. It would not be pretty at all. <laughs>